Welcome to The Wind Down, an afternoon podcast where two techie blokes sit down over a bowl of wine and chat about what's happening in the world of tech. Enjoy while Scott and Nick open up about their week in technology. Well, ladies and gentlemen, hello, happy new year, and welcome to the first episode of the Lockdown or in ISO Wind Down 2022. I'm Nick, and with me I have... Scott. Hello, Scott. How are you? Good, thank you. Hello, Nick, and yes, happy new year. Yes, and that's exciting, isn't it, really, when you think about it? Yes. How, How long into the new year can you keep saying that and get away with it? Well, we're still in January. I think for the whole of January, you're probably okay, right? That sounds good then. (laughs) (laughs) So, first of all, where are we? What are we drinking? Yes, as as you mentioned, we are are back in our little lockdown things from lack of ability to um, be together at a uh, a public house. But um, look, we're... um, I've got a... something different. I've got a giraffe today. It's a nice little... Giraffe? um, That's not you pronouncing giraffe wrong. No, no, it's it's not a giraffe. (laughs) It's actually a giraffe, D-U-R-I-F, named after the person who actually... um, I won't say discovered it, I'll say accidentally created it. Wow. Um, so it's actually, um, a, a, a Jurif is actually, a, uh, it's a spin-off of a, um, a Syrah and uh, another thing called a, a Palacin that we don't really have a lot of, it's a type of grape we don't have a lot of here, but in um, in France, uh, well, a number of years ago now, they, um, they, they were growing some Palacin and they are growing some Syrah and you know, the two of them got together and woohoo, okay, and they spun off this little combination of a of a blend, um, and it be, they named it after the the guy who managed to let the two things grow too close together, and um, yeah. Oh, wow, that's pretty awesome. So, so for me, um, I seeing as we're in lockdown, and I I learned the last time that when when we're sef- when we're together, we can share a bottle of wine, and that's lovely. When we're apart, it tends to be a bottle of wine each. So, <laughs> my BWS down the road has a whole stack of little half bottles. So I'm ah. getting half bottles for this. So that's why I'm back to something I've had before, which is the yes. uh, let's move this across. There you go, the elephant in the room, palatial Pinot Noir, oh, 2020. Pinot. So a little yes. young, but it's very drinkable. It's very nice. Oh, this this is quite nice actually. I mean, Jerusalem's got a bad rap. It's um, it, it comes from historically in in France they used to produce a lot of this and they didn't do a very good job of it. So you had this like very average quality wine and it got sort of associated with this term Jerusalem. So people say, oh, I got some Jerusalem. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, but um, this is actually from the um, from the Hunter wow. winery up there. They produced a single lot in twenty fourteen. Which, or which this is it, and um, they never did again. So, oh, well, that's, <laughs> I don't know, that's awards. They got some gold medals. Seems like oh, they're well. actually from wine shows too, and not just from random. Are there places r- real gold, gold medals, medals rather than just gold stickers people put on the bottle? Yes, that, that's right. Here's some gold stars. What do they mean? I don't know. They were cheap, and it makes people buy more. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, no, for sure. So today, first topic. Um, and, an inter- and an interesting one. And we might not get through all of it because um, um, I've taken some feedback and we're going to try and restrict these to about 15 minute segments each. So we're already five minutes in. So we, okay. we might end up doing two of these. Um, but today we're talking about beyond standard IT. So, so you know, everyone's pretty familiar now with the, um, the managed service provider who comes and looks after your servers and your Office 365 and your PCs and printers and networks and all of that mm. lovely stuff. But we're going to talk about going beyond that. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess the, uh, IT in like in in twenty twenty two, it's it's more a strategic thing than it is a a, a tactical or a um uh, a little side cost center. I guess it, it no longer can you just say, oh, yeah, I've got a computer. I turn it on once a day and check if I've got any emails, then off I go and do some work. It's, it's, you're, you're essentially connected 24 seven these days and, and your business is connected 24 uh, seven, whether you like it or not. <laughs> um, we, we are, uh, we are always online. And um, this is a bit about how, how much does your business relate to that? Um, if you're consumers, so kind of how, yeah. how strategic yeah. Is technology to your business when you know it's crazy strategic to your customers? That that's right. And uh, d- does your business represent that to the customers, or do your customers, regardless of whether they're end consumers or whether they're other businesses, do they look at you and go, "Oh, I've got to place an order. Oh, it's with that company, the one that makes me use a fax, um, or it's yep. oh, it's with this other one, the one I can type it straight in and know that in within an hour, it'll my product will be on a truck off towards yep. me, sort of thing. And yeah, that's well, we, the. We, we, we know the answer yeah. to that. People want the product on the truck within an hour. In fact, people really want it delivered within half an hour. But but they we're not do. There yet. They do. And look, even in the IT side, we've we've got some suppliers, um, and the the initial processes, even when we were starting out, and even just getting credit and that sort of thing set up. Before we had that set up, it'd be we put the order in there, we wait for someone to look at it, then they'd actually manually issue you a pro forma invoice, then you actually got to transfer funds to pay for the invoice. And you know, once they actually verify it's cleared, they'll release your order to actually be shipped. And you look at that, that takes a few days to sort of go back and forth versus now that we've actually got things like, you know, um, automated credit and various things set up in places, you can, we can just go online and go click, click, click. And I know that within a minute, that order is now in the production queue to be picked. It's all yeah. sorted, really. And that level of speed and efficiency just from automating some business processes, it, it means a lot. And it means that I would order off that automated supplier versus the other one I know that's going to be annoying to me. Yep. No, I, I, I see. I understand. So it's all about it's all about that moving from IT just being something you have to use to do emails and stuff to being this real business enabler, yeah. right? It is. It, and the enabler is key. It, it improves the efficiency using tools that are available today to make your business more efficient. Okay. So IT is not a cost center anymore. Or shouldn't it's be. Way off, it's way off a cost center. And then this is the question. If you look at your IT engagement today with your provider or whoever your provider is, or look, even if you're doing it in-house, treating as your own IT department being your IT provider, are you engaging with them in a break-fix type way? Like, oh, this person can't log on or my PC's not working or oh, it's slow today or whatever it is. Or are you actually engaging with them at a strategic level going, these business processes, how do we make them more efficient? How do we yep. become the competition rather than looking at everybody else as the competition that we have to beat? Yeah, no, for sure. No, I understand that. So so that's it, you know, and, and there's a mismatch for a lot of people then between the, there is. the way the way they're working with their IT provider or their technology provider versus what they should really be doing with technology well that, that's just it and you, you can't you can't get all there in one go it's it's, it's a process it's a journey um, and we we've always had this um, you know crawl walk run fly sort of concept which is sort of fairly well known out in um, in the industry but it's a it's a process that says you know wherever you are, 
just aim for the next level in the like let's say in the coming year or two years what's going to get you that next level across all the different elements of the business where you're using it where your uh, systems can be enhanced and so forth and just over time you'll gradually become very efficient and automated and you will be doing things that your competitors no longer are or are uh, caught up with yet i hear you so it's about helping those businesses profitably grow using technology Right? That's right, and there's we, so we, much available today, and it's cheap. Well, it's, yeah, it's, co- it's cost-effective. It's cost-effective. It's cost-effective, but you also can't do it with rubbish technology, right? So, yeah, no. I was, was reading a reading a thing on Facebook over the weekend where this poor IT guy out in um, out in America got a phone call from a customer saying, "I bought all these new PCs. Can you come and set them up?" And it's not really what he does, but he said, "Yeah, important customer. I'll come set them up." And he found they were all a refurbished lot which were poorer performance than what the customer already had. <laughs> right? And he went, yeah. you know, stop, stop Mr. Customer going and buying things yourself because you think you get some a, a better deal or whatever. You, he ended up... These machines, they were really slow because they were all using legacy hard disks. Nothing was using a SSD or anything, and performance was woeful. Yeah, look, we, we actually see this with um, with some of the non-profits that we work with in that um, people tend to donate their old machines to, oh, look, what, what do we do with all this stuff? Oh, look, give it to charity. That'll be, that'll be a feeling, oh, I feel good about myself. I've, I've given this <laughs> stuff to charity. Only realizing that you've, you've donated a five or six-year-old computer that's going to cost them an inordinate amount of time and money to actually get operational. And then when they do, it's slower than anything you've ever seen before. And they either can't use it and then have to dispose of it. So now they've got a cost to get rid of the rubbish. Yep. Or when they do give it to people to use, is that this is all we've got. You've got to use this. And well, I can't be productive with this. It takes me forever to click and I wait. I click and I wait. Yep. So I know, I know you guys have got a framework, right? When you go into a new client, you've yes. got a framework. And talk to me a little bit about that framework. Well, it's a, it, it's fairly basic at the end of the day. Uh, it's um, at a high level. It's a, it's quite a, a detailed framework, but at the end of the day, it, it, there's three phases to it. One is stabilize. Um, we, we look at where are the key issues? What are the biggest pain points that we need to sort of you know, do something to very quickly in order to address the, the, the I'll say, elephant in the room? <laughs> Yep. Um, <laughs> well match, done. That's wine. a really yes. good segue. Well done. <laughs> there you go. Um, to, I'll, to I'll just you... address the elephant in the room right now. Good call, yeah, Scott. There you go. But what, what do we have to do just to, to get the business operational again? Or wherever the key IT issue is that said, um, hey, I've got to go and change providers, or I've got to go and find someone that's more effective in these areas. What, what is the key driving concern? How do we put a quick something in place? while we actually work on the more strategic side. So that's the, the stabilized part. We generally work on a, a plan to stabilize the environment so that it's not breaking or not consistently causing errors. Once it's stabilized, we then look at how do we modernize the environment? How do we bring it forward in today's, into, you know, today's operating world? Like how do we get things into the cloud? Where that's, where that's the appropriate thing to do? Um, how do we get not, or how do we stop using old systems where newer, more efficient ways of doing those tasks or uh, jobs exist? How do we move the business forward into that? Um, and that means that we're now, once we've finished sort of that level, we've actually got a modern foundation in the business to actually be able to grow from. And of course, that leads us to the third area that says utilize. How do we take all the data and the systems and the processes and actually use that to generate intelligence that we can help the business grow with? And that's the really exciting bit. But you can't do that on broken foundations. And that's the trick. Yeah, no, so that that whole whole 
you know, get your foundations right, you know, quickly fix something because you want, it, that's also psychological, right? You want the staff in the customer environment to see that something got better um, oh, because absolutely. you're just, you're just about to do a whole bunch of change. Um, then, then you get it up to date and that foundation. And when we talk about strategic IT and certainly as a running a development team, there's not a lot, we don't want to be targeting legacy platforms when we, we, we write stuff. We, we really, really don't. There's all sorts of things to say we shouldn't. So there's a, there's latest, a way. latest and greatest is always the better way. But you can't do it overnight. No, look, it, it takes time. And I think that half, half of the issue in the industry today is correctly setting expectations and meeting those about what is really achievable within what time frame look at, hey, this may be a major business issue. I, mean, I, I get that. But if we're going to fix it properly, maybe it's going to take three months or six months or something like that. Or maybe we have to put twice as many people on a project in order to achieve a faster result. But it's not something that's going to happen in a week. And Not, not need... to do things properly. And we, we hit this mm. quite a lot. So, so it's something I like to talk to in that you have really got three levers you can pull with technology. You can do it cheaper. You can do mm -hmm. it faster or you can do it with better quality and you can only choose two. Mm. This applies to many things, but yes, you're right. And usually, unfortunately, the, the cheaper option um, is, is a key driver in a lot of things. That means you're going to either not have the quality or not have the speed to support yeah. it. Yeah, you, you, one of them's going to drop. And if you want the speed you're, and you want it cheap, if you want it expensive and quick, you can get great quality. Um, but the quicker you want it, the more it's going to cost you within within reason. Yeah. And look, there's no magic solution to that. If you think that for some reason you're so different as a business that you can bypass those basic rules, then that, that's very interesting. I'd like to see that. And look, <laughs> you, you may actually even be able to do it once for some strange reason because magic just aligned and things happen, but it's not a sustainable strategy. Yeah, no, for Which sure. It means that no, if you're I'm... really going to be successful – Plan things out, plan them properly, give them enough time and resource. Cool. So we, we look, we've talked a lot about tech um, and mm. we talked about new technology and putting new things in and all of that. You haven't said anything about people. Oh, look, people are a critical part of this. You, the whole thing is I could actually sit in a room and develop a brand new shiny system that addresses every single business issue and, and fixes every problem known to the business now and in the whoa, future. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you could really do that, You'd be worth yes. your wedding gold. So, so theoretically, we could. But, but no, is, no, Mr. This is customer, a we can't. Discussion. Yes, yes. <laughs> Let's just say I could do that. But if yeah. I don't go and bring the people in the business on the journey with me and say, "This is what we're doing. This is how this process is going to change. This is how we're going to be able to make things better for you." You won't have to do those, you know, tasks anymore. But you have to do things this way now. Let's slowly introduce you to them. Now let's get you up to speed and. Because if you, if you don't do that, you're going to put new processes and new systems into a business and that business is going to stop. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. And I've seen an awful lot of new technology projects roll out where the people haven't been trained and they're an utter disaster. Mm. Um, and, and that can happen everywhere. And so we've got customers who, before we were involved, tried to implement systems and, and they're just done in an ivory tower. Mm. So you're tell, it's telling me that proper management, change management, risk management, all that change stuff management, you learn in yeah, MBA school. Yep. Yeah. And it um and it doesn't really, it's not the technology where the issue is with. It it could be great tech. But as per anything, if I said you're you're driving that car, that's great. Yeah, if you've got a Model T Ford, for example, and you were back in nineteen thirty or whatever it was, and yeah, I took you as a Model T Ford driver, took you out and I stuck you in a Tesla today, so go for it. You'd look at all this and go, What the 
how do I drive this thing? What is What's this? the choke? Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you wouldn't know what to do. And you'd have to slowly over time get your mindset around, this is all different. I've got to forget everything I know. And and that day you would not be driving probably. You may no. be sitting on a nice comfy leather chair, but <laughs> but that's it. We've got to be careful because businesses react the same way. All yeah, of a sudden no, everything stops because people don't know what to do. So, so that's your part of your strategy of the crawl, walk, run, fly, slowly ramp up with, with these things. Now, now one other thing, which I, I know isn't on things we're going to talk about, but I'll ask you your view because I like to throw some contentiousness out there. Ooh. My, my view is if you start a business on a continual change program, over time, change doesn't become a bad thing in the business. It becomes a good thing in the business. If you just do lumpy, massive change, it's always horrible. Your view? Yeah, and people remember the horrible bits more than they remember the good bits. Um, look, it's um, a continual change, continual improvement, continual like process changes and, and various things. Is uh, It's very close to our hearts in IT because by definition we're changing things. Um, and it's very different in some other businesses where there's some fundamental skills um, where – they are very consistent and used year on year on year. Maybe a bit of tuning here and there, but it doesn't change so much. Um, but yeah, definitely in IT, there's a lot of change going on uh, and businesses that need to implement technology and utilize that technology for the betterment of you know, achieving whatever they've got to achieve need to recognize there's going to be that continual growth cycle in the business, change cycle, risk cycle that you have to manage. All the time. I get it. Mm. I get it. Scott, thank you so much. That was awesome. That's all right. Thank um, you, everybody, welcome back for the new year. Thank you for listening. Um, as you may or may not know, we're available on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, um, audible.com, anywhere you get podcasts. This will be published a little later on our audio podcasting platform. Um, mm. But thank you so much. And leave us a comment. Leave us a like. Let us know something you'd like us to chat about or a wine you'd like us to drink. Oh, it's good. Um, so for me, That's please a give idea. us a like. Subscribe, tell your friends. Word of mouth is the best thing in the world. Um, and um, for me, all I can say is thank you so much for being with us today. Scott, thank you. Great. Nick, thank you very much. Thank you, everyone. Cool. Have a good day, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.